Good morning, Arizona. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour. It is 10 o'clock here in Colorado. I am Jason, uh, joined with my partner, Brian. Joe has uh, important personal business to take care of this morning, and so you get the Colorado Front Range News guys uh, for your show today. Brian, are you there? Yes, I am. Morning, Jason. Good morning, Arizona, and wherever this may find you. Uh, we hope uh, you, we didn't startle you. You're not. Uh, your ears are not playing tricks on us. No, Joe's not using a voice changer. Uh, nor nor do we overthrow the Patriot headquarters and uh, take over the microphone. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in today, and hopefully we'll have some uh, information that's entertaining, uh, if not informative. Absolutely. Uh, what, one thing about Arizona I always liked is they. They don't have daylight savings time. You know, we're, here we are, 10 o'clock, we're an hour ahead, but right around Halloween we're going to be uh, changing our time for uh, the Arizona show because of daylight savings. And I just, I just, I always despise messing with the clocks, and uh, if there's one reason to live in Arizona, it's uh, that, that they're smart enough not to have to deal with daylight savings. Yeah, is life not hard enough without having to throw that on top of the heap of, <laughs> of everything, that, all the things that we've got to kind of keep on top of? I yeah, exactly. So, hey, for anybody in Arizona who hasn't heard us before, I'm Jason. Uh, that's my partner, Brian. We do the uh, the afternoon show here in Colorado. Uh, when uh, Joe put the word out that he wanted some partners to sign up, uh, Brian and I were two of the guys that called him, and uh, here we are. Uh, Joe, Joe uh, I think, is uh, really excited about the opportunity in the future. Instead of having repeat shows, to have something is better than a repeat, and we're going to be the something. And we're going to bring you some uh, interesting things to hear, and uh, when Joe's off air, you'll you'll get a good dose of us, or maybe our partner Glenn, or, or whoever's uh, ready to fill uh, fill that void. Yeah, I can't believe it's been four months ago. That was what early February when Joe put out that call, and uh, Jason, neither Jason or I uh, knew, knew of each other. We just, uh, as as the way things work out, is the way God works things. Uh, here here we are, four months later. Yes, and uh, so. We've been doing our show. I, I know some of the Arizona guys can probably get us on the Internet. Uh, we're not able to broadcast through KHNC here in Johnstown. But uh, as time goes on, maybe we can make it to you guys in Arizona can have an easier way of listening to our show. So That's right, uh, our we, afternoon show. Yeah, we're excited about the opportunity of being on this show today. Um, uh, Brian, yeah, what, what what's going on in Colorado? We'll tell we'll let Arizona know. We, we got... Temperatures in the low 90s today. Uh, we're we're sweating it out. Uh, this is hot for Colorado. Yeah, well, it's hot because you know we're thrust. Uh, we're you know we're sitting a mile closer to that burning ball of flame in the sky that we're told has nothing to do with uh, climate change or weather or anything. But uh, yeah, I was I, I took a glance at the forecast and I hope they're wrong. Looks like they downgraded what was going to be the the quote hot day for Colorado on Sunday. They're they're shooting for 99 uh, in the little little dinky town of Lines that I'm reside near um which which is good we'll take, we'll take a degree less if it if they were saying 100 and it's 99 then we'll take it i haven't seen the forecast that far ahead how many straight days of 90s are we getting i i i knew through friday but i didn't hear about sunday looks like uh tomorrow through sunday it's in the low 90s creeping up to that high point on sunday so but <laughs> for, for Colorado and Arizonans know that too. We can at least get out of the sun and, and be in the shade, and and it helps. Unlike our, our partner back in Maryland, you can't escape that that nasty humidity that's great for skin, but not so much for the sweat factor. 
So, uh, on, on, for, for those in Arizona that, ha- that are unfamiliar with our show, we, uh, we, we, uh, we're kind of like uh, an add-on. We, we, we're like, we, we take the information that Joe uh, so uh, strongly puts out there for us to understand what's going on day-to-day, week-to-week, and uh, we, we take our, uh, our less experienced version of what Joe does, and we put on our, uh, a different kind of show. And so we like to talk about a wide spectrum of things. We, we love the uh, tinfoil hat uh, conspiracy stuff, which is something we're going to be covering today. And uh, we, uh, we get a lot of help from uh, all the work that Joe does. Uh, you guys in Arizona have a, a brilliant show to be able to turn on every day. Um, one thing I, I, I cover on our show is uh, a couple of years ago when, when Joe put rhodium out there when it was at its low, and uh, he, you know, this is one of those those many times where Joe's uh, offered a, a great item at a great price, and then for those that took care of uh, buying some of that rhodium, look at where it's sitting at today, twenty one hundred dollars an ounce when Joe was selling it on the air for just below eight hundred. So Joe puts out the great information, we absorb it like you guys do. We put our Colorado show on, and it's it's. It's working really good. We're getting a huge response here in uh, the front range. Yeah, I guess you could you could call us either the the redheaded stepchild or the the little bit of the black sheep of the extension of the Patriot uh, Trading Group up in Colorado. But we're we're happy to happy to be uh, part of the part of the uh, operation. Uh, I'm myself a customer. My uh, second generation. My my late father. He uh, got me wised up on uh, on the the real. Real story behind the story with with gold, silver, and the the fiat currency. Uh, matter of fact, in the gosh, I want to say the mid '90s, he insisted that Eric and his wife and uh, Robbie Noel at at that time back, you know, talk, talk about taking a step back in time. That when they were up for one of the uh, summer picnics, that they come out to to our ranch here just outside of Lyons, and uh, I don't know, I'm sure he surprised my stepmom and said, "Hey, guess who's coming over? Uh, throw a little breakfast, would you, please?" But but I, I'm I'm a customer. I'd like to be. I'd like to buy a lot more than what I have because I, I I firmly I, I know the facts about it. Listening to Joe and Eric and, and doing my own research, even listening to Jason here in the last last few months, it just only reinforced what uh, what what my dad taught me and the the reality that that that'll be befall all of us at, at some point down the road when when our our fiat currency goes the way of of every every single one before it. Let me give everybody a little heads up on the other side of the break. Uh, you're going to be getting in your basement and lighting your candles and putting on your tinfoil hats. We're going to cover the Titanic. And did the bankers sink the Titanic? Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Your hosts today are Jason, myself, and Brian. Uh, when I left off from the other side, I, I teased uh, an article I'm going to cover the was the Titanic sunk deliberately to help create the Federal Reserve? Before I delve into this, I wanted to uh, go to the markets and talk about uh, what we're selling today. Uh, I, last I saw, silver was up about 24 cents, 25 cents, really pushing higher. Gold was up uh, between 4 and $5, getting right back above $1,300. With silver up a quarter an ounce, we are going to continue for at least today, we're going to sell those silver dimes. 50 to a roll, $65. Uh, I suggest stacking up as, as many of those as you can because you don't know when this thing's going to take off. And uh, on a day like this where the price is up and we're staying with the same the same price on our uh, silver dimes, this, this is the, the way to go. The number, one 800 
0592. Uh, uh, Brian, do you said do you have those markets? Where are we at today? On right at the moment? Yeah, you're right, Jason. Uh, gold looks like gold sitting at 12.99 an ounce right now, up up three bucks. Uh, silver sitting at sixteen dollars and sixty-eight cents, up uh, twenty-two cents, like you said. And then the other the other markets, as I uh, bite my tongue and don't say more about it, the Dow's at twenty-five thousand and twenty-eight, up two twenty-eight. Nasdaq's up eighteen, sitting at seven six five six, and the S and P's up twelve at twenty-seven sixty at the moment. Okay, so yeah, so once again, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Silver is up, but our price is the same. Take advantage. Get as many as you can. And uh, we will definitely, uh, Arizona will take care of you guys. And, and us here in Colorado, you can come pick it up at the station, or you can have it uh, shipped however you wish. Okay, so the Titanic. This is a story that I read uh, uh, about the time that I called Joe and uh, started asking him about the opportunity he was offering. So I've been holding on to this one. And it's one of those uh, stories that the average guy is going to almost immediately turn it off. How ridiculous does it sound that a bunch of bankers, greedy, uh, wanting to control the financial system of, of the country, how could, you com- how could you even place them with the Titanic and the sinking of a ship? I read this article, and I had that type of reaction. I mean, I, I like a good conspiracy, because I think a lot of conspiracies have more truth than our... Uh, our mega media, the lies that you get on a daily basis. But uh, as I read this story, it, it, it has so much circumstantial evidence. And for our audience in Colorado, it, it, uh, this, this kind of information sings, sings true because uh, the, the central banking system is so corrupt. It's, it's, it's run so in such a greedy fashion that it's, it's hard not to believe stuff like this. Well, what, what, what a convenient thing for the, uh, just, I'll go ahead and say it, the lying media that, that's been exposed and, and, and brought out in the open. As, as most of us already know, it's, it's been questionable, to, <laughs> to say the least. But what a, what a convenient way to kind of dismiss these things as coincidences. Uh, and, and dare I remind folks to look into the inception of the term conspiracy theory back uh, during the Kennedy assassination. So, um, you know, the, the idea of mind control is not always the, always the hardcore MK Ultra. It's, it's an everyday, everyday, day-to-day stuff just to influence the things we do and kind of placate us, if, if you ask me. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. So here we go. The, the way the article starts, it talks about, you know, you remember that movie, The Titanic, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, that's not the full story. Uh, what I'm going to talk about here below is, is what really happened to the so-called ship, the Titanic. And he does say the so-called ship, the Titanic. The information you read below is not a conspiracy, this is the writer, but rather a well-recorded uh, in the books of world history. So he starts with a series of facts. These are great. First fact, in 1898, a man named Morgan Robertson penned a book titled The Wreck of the Train. It's about a luxury liner deemed unsinkable that was going too fast in the North Atlantic in April, hits an iceberg, killing mostly everyone on board due to lack of lifeboats. Uh, the sinking, by the way, of the Titanic happened in 1912. So this, is this book was written 24 years before the actual event. Another fact, 14 years later, this, fact, this fictional book would play out in real life exactly down to its name with the wreck of the Titanic, but this time it would be... a, a would have major, implica- uh, major political implications. Some of the wealthiest men in the world were on this ship. These were the wealthiest men that were opposed to central banks and the Federal Reserve. 
fact, J.P. Morgan, one of the central banks of the Federal Reserve, one of the bankers, he funded and built the Titanic. Fact, J.P. Morgan was booked on this voyage and canceled at the last second. Fact, there were no red flares on board to signal to any boats for rescue, only white flares that signal that uh, everything is okay. Fact, it was the first ship of its kind with the ability to seal decks electromagnetically, which would also seal people below deck. Fact, the captain, Edward Smith, was one of the most decorated captains of his time, and it would have been totally out of character for him to avoid all of the precautions that were given to him during the voyage. Another fact, the Federal Reserve was formed the very next year after the Titanic sank. Fact, the author of the book from uh, 1898 was poisoned to death a couple of years after the Titanic sank. Fact, the Astor family was one of the richest families in the world. John Astor III opposed the Federal Reserve. Uh, John Jacob Astor IV, the richest man in the world at the time and friend of Nikola Tesla and an outspoken opponent of the creation of the Federal Reserve, uh, was on the ship and died. So other prominent, here's, here's, other, other prominent Federal Reserve detractors were ben, uh, Benjamin Guggenheim and Isabel, uh, let me get this name right, Isidore Strauss, they also died. So the three richest opponents of central banking boarded the Titanic. The Titanic then immediately sank, killing the three richest opponents. And anybody who understands anything about politics, if uh, you have a lot of money uh, pushing your, you know, your agenda in, uh, in Washington, you will get a lot more done because, you know, unfortunately politicians, uh, they have to fund their, their campaigns to be of reelection. So when you have the richest guys that were going to uh, oppose this banking system dead, didn't leave a lot of opponents. Uh, here's some of the coincidences. Uh, a coincidence, J.P. Morgan, the individual contracted to build the Titanic, was scheduled to be on the maiden voyage but canceled his trip. All three men who were opposed to the Federal Reserve died during the sinking of the ship. The Federal Reserve was installed as part of the Federal Reserve Act in December 1913, roughly one year and eight months after the Titanic tragedy. World War I was, igni was ignited less than one year after the Federal Reserve came to power. Uh, the Jesuits are responsible for funding the United States, Germany, and Russia in World War I. Uh, it, it's very important when you're, I'm reading this article, the Jesuits uh, are connected to the, you know, the Catholics, you know, the, uh, the Roman Catholics, who always seem to have their hands in every dirty deed throughout world history. The captain of the ship, he, uh, his name again was uh, Captain Edward Smith. He was a captain of shipping, uh, of, of, of sailing ships across the Atlantic for 28 years. This guy was about as good a, of a ship captain as you could have had on that ship. He was a member of the Jesuit order. Uh, his, his uh, when you're in the Jesuit order, you have a master. When you sign on, and I'll, I'll. Uh, I'll get this in front of me in just a moment, but when you, when you have a master, and you're part of the Jesuit order, when the master orders you to do something, you have to do it. So the uh, let me see if I can get the, uh, 
the guy in front of me here, because his his master was on the ship. Okay, <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting a little lost here. Um, well, but the interesting thing about the, the 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 coincidences, and you 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 mentioned Jason just a minute ago about how this is uh how how the his, the timeline and lines up with 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 World War One. You know, Joe said the other day, uh, his conversations with Eric, it's eerie how it's eerie how it seems like things are lining up for major wars, and I really hope that doesn't happen. But but as you've said before, Jason, we've talked about it how how wars are used to to distract, how wars are used by the by the central banks to accomplish their goals. Yeah, so I found it here. So uh, Captain Smith was uh, a member of the Jesuit order. Uh, his his master, which I, I I'm having trouble finding his name because they only put a little piece of him in here, but his his master uh, boarded the Titanic, and as they made their last uh, stop near Ireland to pick up more people to to uh, bring to the new the, the new land, you know the uh, to the Americas to to make a new life for themselves, uh, his master then conveniently jumps off the ship at the last possible stop, and. Uh, the communications between the captain and this man, where, where people have witness accounts of them having uh, face-to-face private meetings before uh, he leaves the ship. Now, if 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 this is true, if the conspiracy holds out, you have to have a reason. Well, why why would someone purposely sink the ship? You'd have to have somebody with a reason to do that. Well, if you are a part of the Jesuit order and you're given any kind of an order of any kind, it doesn't matter the morale of it, you believe that the order you are, are taking is for the church. Whatever deed you do is for the church. So if the church is ordering you to sink your ship, you're doing it for God. And this is where a lot of people have uh, a lot of, you know, we're not going to get into the religious argument on air today, but yeah, you know, this is what makes people really upset at organized religion, because... If this is a, if this actually happens, you have a a, a religious situation where the, a, a master and and the, the servant uh, carrying out an order from the Jesuit order from the the Roman Catholic Church to sink this ship and get rid of three men that are blocking a central bank. Now, I, I was on the. Uh, I was on the show with Joe about two Fridays ago, and we talked about 1832 and and Andrew Jackson destroying the Second Bank of the United States. Uh, we, I, at the end of the show, I covered about the, the many different assassinations that were happening after they tried to kill Andrew Jackson. Yeah, more, more, uh, more, more uh, just circumstances that happened to revolve around the central bank charter uh, come and come and do. Just again, just just coincidences. If if we're expected to believe that, yeah, precisely. And uh, when I covered the show, I, I talked about uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know, when when the Civil War was being stoked by European countries, you you still had England, who uh, who owned all of uh, Canada, and you had the French that were inserting uh, many thousands of troops in in Mexico. They they wanted that the banking system wanted this country to tear itself to pieces, and they wanted the Bank of England to reclaim its colonies and can, and continue with central banking. Abraham Lincoln went to the bankers of America for war loans. He this is one of the reasons where uh, why why Abraham Lincoln had to do the Fourteenth Amendment, which is actually kind of unconstitutional. He wanted to keep the country together. Uh, the United States actually 
if, if you're a state that is unhappy with the United States, it is within the Constitution for you to secede and leave. However, if you let enough states secede under the threat of a foreign army like, like the French and the, the English, you may not have a United States. Abraham Lincoln knew that to preserve the Union, he must keep all the states together. So he went to the banks, and he's like, look, I need the money to win this war and keep this country together, and the bankers were ready for him. They wanted 37% interest on all war loans, Full, fully well knowing that uh, we would be uh, begging for a central bank uh, with, with huge war debt. So what you're saying, Jason, it wasn't so much the, the, that Lincoln was opposed to uh, uh, state, states' powers, but it was the timing of such with the French amassed in the south and the British, or maybe I've got it backwards, the British amassed in the north at, at that same time? That's right. The British, the British were they still owned Canada. They were still in charge of that territory. Uh, and then you had uh, French troops. You know, and everyone knows that the Mexicans and the French had uh, many wars themselves. But the French and, and the uh, the English were ready to uh, take on the the rich uh, lands of America. So uh, we're going to cover a little more of this about the Titanic and uh, about central banking. Uh, remember the number to call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Have time on the This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Each year, Phyllis Schlafly Eagles hosts a collegian summit in Washington, D.C. The purpose of this is to provide college students with the information they need to resist the radical left-wing propaganda they will almost always face on college campuses. Remember, there are tens of thousands of hardline leftists who are college professors. They treat universities like the property of the political left, and it's up to caring adults like us to teach our young people how to defend themselves, especially in this important moment of history. I know that this Collegian Summit is so worthwhile because Phyllis Schlafly Eagles has received hundreds of glowing comments from the college students who have attended. Here are a few examples. From a student at Kent State University, it was so refreshing to be around like-minded individuals. I had an absolute blast and cannot wait until next year's conference. I will stand shoulder to shoulder with you against liberal thought. From a student at Grove City College, thank you for the fabulous opportunity and learning experience at the Collegian Summit. I was inspired, educated, encouraged, and most importantly, motivated to fight in the battle for truth in our government and legislation. From another student at Seton Hall University, I feel so empowered to go charging back to my campus. I now have so many ideas, but more importantly, so much inspiration and motivation. There are many rewarding examples of college students who came to Phyllis Schlafly's Collegian Summit and then went back to their campuses to start conservative groups, start a conservative paper, bring a conservative speaker, or effectively challenge a radical or a feminist professor. These students are having an impact on their campuses. I wish you could see the encouragement and reassurance in their faces when the students discover they're not alone, that there are hundreds of good college students like themselves who have conservative and moral principles and love their country. There's still time to register for the 2018 Collegian Summit. It'll be held on July 10th, 11th, and 12th in Washington, D.C., and it's free to attend. 
Please visit phyllisschlafly.com to find out more and to register for this unique event. Do you know a college student expressing frustration with their liberal ideology and anti-Christian propaganda on their campus? Encourage them to join Phyllis Schlafly Eagles and other conservative leaders in Washington, July 10 through 12, for the annual Phyllis Schlafly Collegian Summit. The conference is free to students who register at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Good Wednesday. Uh, I guess you'd say it's a hump day, right, Jason? That's what I hear Joe Joe talking about. It's a hump day here on the Patriot Radio News Hour. Having to train my uh, retrain my ba- brain just a little bit. Uh, this is your fill-in host Brian and and Jason, partners up here in Colorado. We do the uh, the uh, uh, afternoon show on KHNC uh, three to four Colorado time. If if you have a way to get to, I guess the uh, the AmericanNewsNet.com website. There's a there's a button for being able to stream us live. But uh, yeah, if we made it to a hump day, Jason was talking about some uh, some coincidental. Items, uh, if, if uh, whether you want to call yourself a true believer or a doubter, uh, seems like there's always more behind the the story. Um, I was really yeah, surprised that Ramon didn't bring us in with uh, one of the Titanic cheesy, cheesy songs <laughs> from the Titanic movie. But I actually, I'm thankful that he did not. So thanks, Ramon. Yeah, so I, I got into the Titanic and we started talking a little bit about uh, you know what, what's gone on even in America with presidents. Uh, they had a you know there was a central bank and the second bank of the United States fostered very uh, very much they they were they were in league with the Bank of England which they called the mother bank they they were the first central bank of the modern age and uh, that any central bank in the United States I mean that's why the British did not care about owning or, or occupying the United States after the War of 1812 or trying to win the Revolutionary War uh, they were a bankrupt country they were they were in debt like we are today. Uh, it's easier to just collect money with a central bank than it is to actually occupy a colony. So I can hear still some people out there. You know, I, I gave some evidence about uh, the sinking the Titanic. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go a little farther, and this will make it a little more clear. By the way, the name of the of the uh, the master of Edward Captain Edward Smith is he was uh, Father Francis Brown. He was he was uh, Captain Edward Smith's master. He's the one that boarded the ship. Uh, uh, boarded the Titanic on its maiden trip and got off at the last stop before they left Europe. So let me go a little further. So there's a couple of nagging questions about the Titanic. The surviving crew members of the Titanic were held for 24 hours after returning to England in a small railway shed. You know, uh, they were sworn to secrecy about what happened. So, you know, why? And this is a fact that actually happened. Uh, why would a third of the boilermen quit their jobs before the maiden voyage? So these are guys working on the ship. Right before the maiden voyage, a third of them just quit. This is during the middle of a coal strike and during a time when people needed jobs. All right, and here's the next part. This is great. And this, is, this, is, this is kind of a clincher for me. Uh, two sister ships were built at the same time. There was a ship called the Olympic and a ship called the Titanic. These were sister ships, and they were identical. Uh, and the evidence say that they were, that they were uh, uh, involved in this in this sinking. The Olympic had a bad track record. This ship was built first, and it was out in the ocean before the Titanic. 
in its younger days, it was running around and it collided with a ship, the HMS Hawk. After this collision, the Olympic was brought back to Diedrock for repairs to be carried out. This brought the Titanic and the Olympic together for one last time before the Titanic's maiden voyage. Some people believe that this is what then happened. Uh, the Olympic, uh, quite badly damaged, it would cost a lot to repair it. It would delay the launching of the Titanic by months. So what could they do? They needed a reliable ship, and they needed it for the 10th of April of 1912. Time was running out. They decided it would be easier to do a botch job on the Olympic than concentrate on fully finishing the Titanic for that maiden voyage. With days before sailing, the Titanic was not ready. The Olympic was still barely seaworthy and dock. Here's where the unthinkable happens. Bruce Ismay and J.P. Morgan realize that if the Titanic does not go to sea on April 10th, they're going to have huge money problems and passenger refunds, especially when the price of coal is at an all-time high due to the coal strikes. They then told, uh, they told Captain Smith their plans. They would cancel all other White Star crossings, that's the, uh, the shipping company they were using, for a week surrounding the Titanic sailing. So all ships that were going to be in the area where the Titanic was going to be, all of those, uh, all those were canceled. All those trips were canceled. So they would have to, uh, so they would not have to pay for coal. Passengers affected by this would then be offered cheap tickets on the Titanic so that the White Star would make their money on it. Captain Smith was paid handsomely for sinking the ship on the fifth day. He was told by everyone uh, that it would be safe as they would make sure the ships that were in the vicinity of the accident would not be there. So basically what they're saying is, is they switched the ships. So here's making, making the switch. Meanwhile, the Olympic uh, ships' lifeboats are being offloaded and placed onto the Titanic and vice versa. So everything that's Titanic is now going loaded on the Olympic Everything that's the Olympic is being loaded onto the Titanic, and they basically changed the ships. So the ship that actually took off from Europe was the Olympic, fastly repaired and, sh and shipped out quickly because the actual Titanic was not finished. So that, that gives new meaning, Jason, to uh, uh, shuffling chairs or reorganizing chairs on a sinking ship. <laughs> You're <laughs> swapping all the hardware, all the, all the uh, critical components from one to the other. Exactly. On April 10th, with cheering crowds on the ship to sail, the Titanic was ready to sail, but it was not the Titanic. It was, in fact, the Olympic dressed up as the Titanic. So the Olympic set sail for a five-day cruise and then would be deliberately sunk so that the White, the White Star could claim insurance on the Titanic, when, in fact, it was the Olympic that had sunk. Some objects were forgotten, though. So here's, here's, here's the good thing, and I haven't seen the actual video, but there is a video attached to this article, and it was, it's a... Uh, it's a documentary made in 2012. I'll, I'll, uh, at some point in time, I'll get that out there, but you can probably Google it and find it. But this, in, in, this, uh, in this documentary about the Titanic sinking, there, you know, remember, if everyone remembers, when uh, they found the Titanic wreckage at the bottom of the ocean, they went down there with submarines, and they had all the lights, you know, and you're looking at the ship. Well, very decisively and very very completely you can see when they go to the side of the ship where, where it should say Titanic, and you, instead you see the, the letters M and P. And this is uh, film evidence of, of the Titanic that got out. And if you have people already believing that this is a conspiracy, 
Then they find the Titanic and they see these letters on the side of the ship that would that would make you you know maybe I guess the paint either came off of it. Who knows what happens uh, to a sinking ship in the years that it was un, uh, down under the ocean? But when you're looking for the word Titanic on the side of the ship and you find the letters M and P, those letters aren't in Titanic. Those letters are on the Olympic. Things that and make you go hmm. <laughs> precisely. I mean, how? How convenient for these rich men to make their money, even just just to make the money on the ships and the shipping trip, but also uh, to to eliminate the competition. And and I and I make my our listeners aware of it. You know, the central banking has three three stages. The first stage is is, is uh, competition is a sin, which refers to the fact that it's a it's a it's a, it's a Roosevelt saying. Oh, there there is the music. We will uh, we'll, we'll finish up on the Titanic uh, after a short two minute break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Well, I think we've added another facet to this, Jason, as we stand in for for the boss man, Joe. Not only do you not know what you're going to get, you don't know who you're going to get. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, Jason. You 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 were. You, we've been talking about the the Titanic and some coincidental quote coincidental uh, happenings. Uh, I just happened to scan Drudge Report and. Uh, Interesting couple of couple of headlines uh, relevant. Troubling U.S. Navy review: widespread shortfalls in basic seamanship. Another one: eighty-five percent of junior officers not able to drive ships. And I'm sure that's from investigations back to those collisions in the uh, near Chinese waters or the whatever oceans those that, that is over there. It's escaping me at the moment, but uh, not uh, not the best uh, information. If uh, we're starting to hear. Hear signs and see signs uh, shaping up for for war and uh, wherever it happens to be. Yeah, I mean, we cover that news every day. We cover the, uh, just what Brian's talking about, just just weird stuff, and then obviously the economic woes of the country that are not being reported properly. We that's that's why people listen to the show, which uh, seems to go hand in hand, more. right, Jason? That the economic trouble, economic times, and wars. What what's the what? Interesting tie between those, it seems like, and with all the financial stuff that's shaping up here of late. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're talking about uh, the, the, you know, we, we'll, you know, Joe covers different stories on different days, and, and we cover stuff about the Second Amendment rights, your free speech rights, uh, what the government locally and, and nationally are doing to to slowly but surely take our rights away. I mean, we're we live more in more of like a socialistic style of government now. Than we ever did just 50 or even 100 years ago. It's it's so we, we our rights are are slowly being eroded away, and uh, what we do here at Patriot Trading is we try to help out with the economic side. You know, inflation is hitting us every year, every year, it, taking away the value of our money. Put yourself in something safe. Make sure that your future is more secure. Buy gold and silver. Uh, today's deal, by the way, if if this if this uh, Titanic stuff scares you a little bit or even just a, a lot, just Buy into a day like today where silver is up quite a bit, and we're sticking with those $65 rolls of silver dimes. Get get them. Just buy them up. Snatch them up because I don't know if tomorrow – who knows where the price is going tomorrow, and I don't know how many rolls left we'll have. So I don't know if we're running this on our afternoon show. We're doing a doubleheader, Brian and I. We're going to be on the Colorado show with a whole other brand new show. So buy those rolls now. Don't wait for the later show. The number to call. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, or hit the website uh, that I've 
from what I understand, Ramon does an awesome job populating with with stories to disturb disturb you at allamericangold.com. Uh, here, here's a couple more off that Drudge Report uh, refresh, uh, Jason. Social Security to dip into reserves this year. First time since 1982, as they would tell us. Um, and, you know, another one I was I was look, I just decided to start looking into the uh, $1.3 billion that uh, that we we paid Iran. Uh, what was that during the Obama tail end of the Obama administration? And I was looking for one thing. And, and uh, you mentioned inflation, Jason. Uh, originally, it was $400 million worth of uh, fighter planes that, based on the hostage situation and various circumstances, that we ended up not delivering the hardware, even though we accepted payment. Um, so those assets were frozen. There's, there's all sorts of legal aspects of how the, the U.S. currency was, uh, because of the sanctions, Iran was not able to uh, – uh, receive that that was supposedly part of the part of the reasoning behind it but that 400 million dollars uh there was 300 million in uh, interest and then what made up the difference of that 1.7 billion dollars from the 400 and the 300 million uh was inflation so there there's a there's an example of inflation <laughs> that uh oh, that man. I was not expecting to see and find the, the yeah, inflation that supposedly is not happening example. though yeah. Per- perfect example. That's that's precisely what what we talk about every day. So uh, that's uh, that's what I like about having a partner on the air. I don't think Brian or I could uh, be a newbies on the radio. I think we're still newbies, but uh, uh, it's good to have a partner on the air so we can slowly kind of find our way. We're we're hoping to do uh, good uh, backup uh, shows for Joe when he's when he's uh, needing that uh, assist. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with what Brian is saying. I, I just it's. It's it's just a disgusting financial. The, the, the Federal Reserve is is enemy number one in our country. There's so many things that can be worked on and fixed and and and, need, and needs attention to. But I think everything that troubles America and the world could be vastly improved by getting rid of the Federal Reserve central banking system we have. It's it's imperative for the world to get better to to get rid of central banking. Well, and it, it's um, awfully convenient how there's so many layers of separation from the central bank and their their decisions, policies, and it's not just the central banks of the United States. It's the central banks throughout the world that coordinate these different these different things and movements of of national currencies, fiat currencies. So, but uh, as as you said, Jason, what a what a what a uh, great first place, even though it spelled the death. Uh, again, coincidentally, if you want to dismiss it as that, coincidentally, the the deaths of previous presidents of the United States. And the Titanic. And I, I think we're done with the Titanic, but I did want to leave. I did want to have one more piece of uh, information to finish off with the Titanic. Anybody that's been doing a job for a long time in any kind of field, I don't care what you're doing as a job, this guy, did. he was, he was a ship captain for 28 years. When the Titanic was making its voyage and it was going purposefully steered into icy waters, Captain Smith was given nine warnings to slow down and to remove himself from the area. How does a guy who's been doing his job for 28 years ignore nine warnings to slow down and remove himself from the area? If you don't believe that this is a possibility, at least, that's something that could be historically fact, that somebody would do this on purpose, if you don't believe that that's actually a possibility, you're probably watching too much uh CNN news. <laughs> That's all I really have to say because there's too much circumstantial evidence about these assassination attempts and assassinations of presidents throughout history and, and what's going on with it. I mean, just to go quickly over the uh, uh, 
the, the timeline, but as we hear the music. Come up on a break. Yeah, we, we, last segment coming up. Don't touch that dial, as Joe would say. Final segment of the Patriot Radio News Hour with your substitute uh, fill-in hosts, uh, Brian speaking and Jason on as well. Interesting times we live in. I mean, you just take a scan of of the headlines, whether they're ma- the manipulated ones or the ones that kind of go behind the scenes a little bit more. The, for example, the the volcano in Gu- Guatemala. The picture I just saw, reminiscent of uh, the, the ruins of Pompeii with with bodies frozen in time, or the oh, it was another one. Insects descend on was it Cleveland? <laughs> Massively showing up on the. On the radar, it looks like there's a massive uh, hotel fire in uh, in London, central London right now going on. So interesting times in that, uh, for me, striving to be a Christian, I profess to be one, but uh, uh, still a work in progress. But don't don't uh, don't forget about uh, clinging, clinging to our faith. So in the order, God, gold, and guns, I think, is uh, very fitting. That sings, uh, sings well with our customers. I, I know Arizona is... Uh... Arizona has a little bit of different mindset than the Colorado guys. I've I've been learning with uh, talking to Joe and uh, learning this business with him. And uh, Arizona isn't quite the uh, God guns and gold as uh, Colorado is, but I think I think we share very strongly the the same moral convictions when it comes to the, to that topic matter. Especially when um, the pressures mount and we start getting crowded into a corner, I think we're going to find a whole lot of similarities. <laughs> being, being invaded by the blue staters, you know, being a, an export from from California, but I can't claim that I was a blue stater. And at that time, I don't think it was a blue state, so extreme Southern California. But uh, yeah. Um, and I was finishing on the other end of the break. I, I, I was trying to finish. I was trying to finish the Titanic a little early, but I just wanted to hit that timeline. First, the first was. A guy that worked 28 years on a job and, and ignored nine warnings. But the other thing is the timeline. If you look at the timeline, our, you know the Arizona audience is fully aware of Jekyll Island meeting in 1910. Well, that's where they decided they were going to sneak in their central bank. In 1912, you sink the Titanic. The three richest men opposed to you in America that would have opposed the bank are, are gone. In 1913, the central bank is installed at, at a Christmas recess where they can just sneak it in and, and Woodrow Wilson signs it. And in nineteen fourteen, World War One starts all across Europe. It, these are these are hard coincidences to ignore when uh as I was trying to finish off earlier, they, the, there's three three things the central bank does. If you want to look at the the, the three ways, the three steps on, on what they do. The first is uh eliminate the competition. Competition is a sin is what uh Rockefeller used to say. Uh, the second one is spreading debt and death. Uh, by starting wars, countries go deep into debt, and that is what helps central banks gain their power. Uh, and the third part is uh, too big to fail. One, you know, once once it hits the fan, so to say, they uh, the, the bankers take their money and run, and they and they make the government hold the bag. What you're seeing with uh, the, the Federal Reserve being created in 1913 and, and the, uh, the elimination of the competition, the elimination of smaller banks, anything that gets in their way, it, it serves up the situation that, okay, now we have our central bank. Now let's have a war. Let's have a war. Let's stoke the, fl- you know, the flames of war and make sure that every country across the world becomes indebted to our system. And so... I'll leave it at that. <laughs> we did a whole show on it. I didn't know how far we'd go with it, but uh, I want everyone in Arizona to know that we uh, 
we don't cover conspiracy every day, but uh, hey, uh, it was a good topic matter for a Wednesday. So everybody out there, have a good uh, rest of your day. Thanks for listening, and uh, if you're up in Colorado, catch us on the afternoon show. Lord willing, take care. God bless.